0: Back into car radio. You're on 9:10 a.m. Superstation. I'm Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News, and we got uh, Chris Brewer uh, sticking around with us. He is the senior director for Haggerty Concours, and uh, those those Concours are coming to Detroit. Uh, september twenty two twenty three yeah, Friday and Saturday. yeah
2: uh, september twenty second and twenty third at the Detroit Institute of Art, which is really exciting.
0: yeah, and the, and the and of course, the, the concourse here uh, has has been in the metro Detroit area for some time. Uh, a lot of folks know it as the Meadowbrook uh, concourse it was up on the Old Dodge mm-hmm. estate. Uh, then it moved uh, over to Plymouth, I believe, yeah, the Inn at St. John's yeah, at the Inn of St. John's, which was a, a beautiful venue, the golf course. Uh, over there, and then uh, Haggerty bought the um, uh, uh, bought the franchise along with uh, Amelia Island, which is uh, uh, just a wonderful show down south. Uh, Thank you. Um, and, and I know you guys are doing great things uh, with that, and and, and with uh, Haggerty coming in, you guys have moved it downtown. Yes. To Detroit for the first time last year. Talk talk about that, and and how are sure. you how you're using downtown facilities? Sure. You know, it's the Motor
2: City detroit is synonymous with the automobile we're right off of woodward avenue because we're at the uh the arts museum which is fantastic location you think about that road you think about the historical significance of that road you think about the the cars that were tested on that road as they were built it just makes really a a lot of sense we love this city we want to celebrate this city and we just thought what a better way to do that than to take this show and put it right in the heart of this city And, and that that's really the vision of it and it's really fun, um, you know. I'm from Florida. Uh, it's fun for me to come up here and just see so much of this history. You know, stuff that y- you think about it, you read about it, you hear about it, but then you get here and you see it. And the subtle little cues, the names of the streets, the buildings, the the, the even some of the restaurants are named, and, and even sections of it. it's. It's really fun, and I think to bring this sh- this event here means a lot to us as a brand, it means a lot to us as a concourse Group, and then I can say this after being here for, you know, coming up here so many times, it means a lot to us personally as well.
0: And, and, that's, what, and that's what a concourse is all about, is, yeah. is celebrating the automob- automobile, not just current but especially past, yeah. and uh, bringing out some of the the, the great classics. Uh, seeing them on the lawns of Meadowbrook, seeing them on the lawns of St. John's was a beautiful thing. But as you say, this this brings it right back to its roots uh, in, in in downtown Detroit, and it comes and it comes at a time uh, when the, the Detroit Auto Show is also uh, doing a little something different. They've moved to the fall. So the, the week that you, the, the week that you guys are part of now is, is really a pregnant week mm. here in, in uh, Detroit. We, we've got the uh, Detroit Four Fest, which is up in Hollyoaks, which uh, celebrates all things off-road. Uh, you got, uh, manufacturers like, uh, Ford, uh, GM, uh, Toyota up there with all their off-road brutes. Jeep, of course, is the, is the main sponsor of Detroit Four Fest up there. That's on, that's on the, uh, September. 10th uh, weekend, then you move into the media week yes. for the Detroit Auto Show, which is September 13, 14, uh, seeing the the, the newest uh, on-road vehicles, off-road also, also, but everything that the Detroit Auto dealers uh, have to offer these days on their showroom floors, in addition to some uh, introductions from the manufacturers. And then you move right in yeah. the next weekend yeah. to the Detroit concourse that you guys put on, which really gives a, a broader sense of the history of the automobile. Yeah,
2: uh, well... I love the way that you just spelled that all out. It's a really great time to be a car enthusiast in the city of Detroit. Uh, we are excited to... To bring it there, we are excited to 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 work on top of that incredible lineup that you just talked about, and to continue that celebration. And we should talk about what a Concord elegance really is, because it's it's one of those phrases that we throw away. And it's funny because I grew up in Concord was was sort of a, like an adjective. Like uh, my mom would say, "You need to clean your room. I want to look in Concord by the end of the day," and that meant you know <laughs> she wanted the bed made, she wanted it vacuumed, she wanted it cleaned up. I um, mean, that's certainly part of it. These cars are clean and they're beautiful, and many of them are very original but 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 honestly it's more than that it's about the historical significance about the stories of the cars it's about what they mean so on saturday september 23rd at dia we're going to celebrate the best of the best we're going to celebrate we're going to we're going to give out awards to the best of the best of the best that are there and but part of this is just a celebration of the stories and and this is kind of fun because we were we've been chatting offline a little bit you have an incredible history with the automobile yourself and with a particular car that we were talking about earlier,
0: can you tell me a little bit about that yeah Porsche, Porsche nine hundred four I grew up in uh, a family, a racing family, and grew up at the racetrack and my father was an engineer who just loved uh, German cars thought they were the best engineered cars, and so he got into Porsche's mm. uh, and uh, and raced the the uh, uh, now legendary uh porsche 904 906 907 908 wow. I raced them all back in the 1970s 1980s as they came off the track from the manufacturer he, he was just a racer loved these cars now they've become historic, yes. uh, historic badges, and I still have two of them, the Porsche 906 oh, wow. and a Porsche 904. So, yeah, maybe we might uh, bring one down to the Detroit Concours.
2: That would be incredible. So we are celebrating the 75th anniversary of Porsche at the event. It's, a, it's a, an exciting celebration, and to have one of those cars there. And to think of the significance, yeah, it's an incredible car with a lot of historical significance, as you said. Um, it, it's a beautiful car. To me, the lines are fantastic. It's sleek. It's, uh, it's got to be a blast to drive.
0: A handful, I would imagine, actually. No, it's a, it's a blast. It's so lightweight. It's 1,800 pounds. <laughs> so, yeah, anything 800, 1,800 pounds is really easy to drive. You think of a Mazda Miata, right, which is right. probably the, 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 the easiest handling car out there in production today. That, that's a 2,200-pound pig. <laughs> you got 400 pounds? <laughs> yeah, compared to this
2: Porsche. Fantastic. <laughs> it would be so fun to see that. And you can just see even from this example, you know, it's about the car. It's about the historical significance, but it's also about the story. It's about bringing your 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 dad's car to this event and celebrating it with with a, a bunch of car enthusiasts alike. I mean, that would be on sun uh, on Saturday at the Concours, which would be really fun. We would. We would um, do that to the DIA. That seventy-fifth anniversary is going to be great. We're also celebrating the 60th anniversary of McLaren, the mm-hmm. 60th anniversary of Lamborghini. So those who are fans of those brands will really enjoy the event. Um, another one
0: that's kind of what, what are you what are you bringing in from uh, McLaren, for example? It, well, we'll yeah, do that's a tremendous history. It, no, there.
2: no, it's great. We're gonna we're gonna try to tell the story. We're gonna try to start at the beginning and we're gonna try to go it you know, to the very end. I would love to get a Miura there, which would be great. I think they're stunning cars. And then something new, you know, maybe uh, something that uh, is maybe folks don't see every day, something that's fresh and new. So I think the idea is to really and that's the idea of a concourse to tell the story that you're set. So you set a class like the 60th anniversary of McLaren and it becomes the job of the curators to tell that whole story so someone comes and they they may walk on the field and know very little about the brand but by the end of it they know a little bit more and maybe it even whets their appetite to go into even some more homework later on on that so
0: yeah yeah those are those are those are really special marks everybody knows uh lamborghini uh, of course that'll that'll bring in a lot of a lot of folks i think you, you guys are also celebrating uh, you're calling it power Detroit you're, yeah, you're yeah, celebrating yeah. Detroit's uh, history and manufacturing.
2: yeah too. And we're, we're celebrating the auto worker is what we're doing it's uh, called powered by Detroit and really this none of these things happen without the auto worker none of it these cars that we're talking about, this excitement, this joy, none of this happens without passionate people who have who have worked diligently and hard and creatively to make these rolling pieces of art and part of the celebration is to celebrate them i mean that's that's our honoree so normally you'd have an honoree at a show uh, last year it was ed welburn um global vice president of design for gm for many years wonderful honoree and great and he's going to serve as our chief judge this year which is fantastic and he he knows his cars which is is a great chief judge to have but this year's honoree is these auto workers the people that put the world on wheels and i think i mean it means a lot to me and it's been fun for me to be in the city here and just meet so many people that say, hey, my dad was an auto worker, my grandfather, my grandmother, my, my relatives, my mom and dad. Now I am. It was really great. I spent some time with a young man who works uh, for Stellantis yesterday. And just to hear his passion and, and what he brings to his job and the commitment, it's worth celebrating. It's worth honoring. And that's what we're doing this year.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's,
0: uh, that, that, that's really cool. There's so much so much history here uh, on every street sign, as well as in the in the buildings. They, the the uh, and, and and your choice of venue uh, with the DIA, I think, is is very appropriate. I mean, they, these these cars are works of art, as you say. A concourse uh, celebrates not just the history, but uh, preserving that history yeah. and and uh, bringing it out in a beautiful uh, way. How how do you use the buildings there in in, in Midtown? Um, uh, uh, Detroit to showcase these vehicles? That's a really great question. So it's it's a two-day event. It's Friday night
2: and it's Saturday. Friday night from four to eight, we take over the campus, the outside campus of the museum, and there's there's green space all around there that's very uh, beautiful. And as an artist with an artistic eye, I, I like to take pictures. I think it's fun. What this does is it allows us to, to sit and situate the vehicles so that they've got this incredible background of this beautiful museum. So we will take over all the green space around the, the museum. Uh, there's a, there's a wonderful um, easement that you can walk all the way around and see the vehicles. Um, we are going to really because we're bringing in a 150 vehicles, that's a lot of vehicles for that little space. It's going to be pretty jammed up in there. There's going to be a lot of incredible cars. And I think it'll be fun for people to come around the corner and explore a whole new group of vehicles. And then to come around the and And some of that, um, the the vastness of the museum itself to sort of separate the sides and the back, that's kind of fun. Because you're yeah. almost like on a scavenger hunt as you walk around and you see all these exciting areas. So really transforming that Try to utilize every inch. Um, we're, we're using the, the two side roads as well. We'll park vehicles there. Um, it's really super efficient use of space, but really, I think, helps us helps us to really celebrate the buildings, the, the atmosphere. And then, of course, having Woodward there does not hurt a thing. I mean, that's part of the story as well. Even having the cars roll by in real time while we're there, how, how neat is that to sort yeah. of celebrate the automobile in the heart of where most of this stuff happened on a street where many of these cars may have been test drove for the first time.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a great it's a great way to uh, explore the city too. I, it's one of the reasons I like uh, the Detroit Auto show, show moving to September too, mm. is it's a chance to get outside to experience the downtown in a way you, you never could yeah. when the show is held in January. Uh, you guys uh, have that opportunity too on these beautiful September. Uh, Detroit days. Uh, Haggerty uh, has gotten very involved in the in the concourse uh, game. Here we mentioned Amelia Island before. Uh, where, where do you see Detroit fitting in in this sort of la- larger concourse? It, it, Pebble Beach, Amelia, it, Detroit. Ah, oh, it's a great question. Well, let's let's
2: speak specifically to Haggerty because this is kind of like the home concourse. The Haggertys in Traverse City, Michigan. This is Detroit, Michigan. So, so sort of think of it as like the, the home, home concourse for us in a way. Um, I would love to see this be the, the Concord you know, and it was the concourse of America as it was named. It was, it was a celebration of the American, uh, automotive history and, and this year, the, specifically the autoworker. So I see this becoming the concourse that truly celebrates the American builder, the American legacy in the automotive world. There's some incredible marks, uh, you know, and and the innovation has not ended. From your previous caller, that is very clear. We are still building the best of the best. I would think in many ways this is a golden age of the automobile. So much going on, so much excitement. So that's kind of how I believe that we see it coming down, and, and it'll be fun to see. You know where it goes and where where the roads take us.
0: Yeah. No. This is yeah. This is a special place, obviously, where mm-hmm. the where the uh, mass-produced automobile is invented. So it's only appropriate. It's got a great concourse <laughs> uh, show. Uh, Matt. Uh, I mean, uh, Chris. Uh, Chris Brewer. Thanks for joining us today, and uh, look forward to more this September. I can't wait. It
2: was really great. Thank you so much.
0: All right. We're going to take a break here, and hear from our advertisers. And on the other side, we're going to go out to the. Uh, Cars and coffee that Chris and I just came from. Yes. Uh take this segment out out there. We're gonna wander around uh talk about some of the great cars out there. You're on car radio, nine ten AM.
4: has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000 and we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative seen all around the world we bring you the best teaching impartation singing and inspiration if you want original programming we have that too the word network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration and we can be found on every device imaginable
5: if you want to be uplifted and inspired you need the word network Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Balance of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff.
6: Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5.
7: Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you.
2: We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663.
8: You're struggling with your mortgage. You think about it. You don't do anything but think about it.
7: What are we going to do if we lose the house? Where are we going to go? At work. I can't let anybody find out. I'm so embarrassed.
8: At dinner.
2: How can I tell the kids? It's going to wreck their lives.
8: And at 3 o'clock in the morning. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get through this. What's going to happen to us? It's time to stop thinking. It's time to start dialing. Call 1-888-995-HOPE for a free government program that offers expert one-on-one advice about your mortgage options. I'm
1: all alone
8: no you're not we've helped over a million homeowners and we want to help you and now there are more ways to help call 1-888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov brought to you by the u.s treasury hud and the ad council
9: My 38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My 38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Devin C. For more information at 248-357-4566 or email at A-L-H-O-U-N at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion.
6: Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, i will buckled.
1: Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What?
8: What? No!
9: no! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information.
10: The 910 AM app has been integrated with Alexa and is now live in the App Store. To use 910 AM on your Alexa device, you can say Alexa commands in two ways. If your Fire TV device has a microphone button, you can hold down the microphone button to say the commands. If you've linked your Echo or Echo Dot to your Fire TV, you can use the trigger word Alexa without pushing your microphone buttons to say commands. Start listening to 910 AM Superstation now from the comfort of your home. 910 AM Superstation is a collection of
0: personalities like none other. I'm Henry Payne. For the next two hours, the best car radio program you'll find anywhere. Detroit, we like to talk about everything on four wheels here on car radio, but we love our two-wheel friends as well, and the folks I hang around with love Sports cars. Uh, A lot of them are going to be shedding a tear over the Camaro ending production. But yeah, there's a lot of speculation about what's uh, coming next. Catch it all right
10: here on 9:10 AM Superstation.
5: All
0: right, welcome back in. you're on 9 10 a.m the station. we got a couple uh, uh treat interviews with you here for the uh, rest of the hour uh, we're going to wind up the hour down in charlotte motor speedway with mark rushbrook uh, he's the chief of ford performance i sat down uh, to talk with him about that facility down there amazing facility with three simulators where all the race drivers go uh, to test those car test those cars as well as that's the place uh, where where Ford tests a lot of its performance cars, including the Mustang Dark Horse we talked about earlier today. But uh, first, I want to I want to uh, take you back up to M1 Concourse. I was up there this morning for this huge Cars and Coffee up there. Uh, I was uh, walking around with uh, my good friend Tom McDonald, ogling some of the cars. Uh, here's here's uh, a, a look at what was up there this morning. All right, this is Henry Payne with 910 a.m. The Superstation uh, out at M1 Concourse today. Beautiful Saturday morning. We are at the Cars and Coffee for the August 5th Cars and Coffee out here at M1. I'm joined by Tom McDonald, my good friend and, and M1
3: Concourse garage owner. Tom, how are you? I'm good, Henry. This is a wonderful day to be a car lover. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there's probably 1,500 cars here today, and everything from a, as you'll talk to later, a 1925 423 Ford Model T bucket hot rod to a million dollar Ferrari, and everything in between. So it's really, for, for a car person, there's no better place to be than right here at M1.
0: Yeah, and M1 does uh, great uh, cars and coffee. We're right down here in the in the bull ring in the in the paddock, the main paddock of M1. Uh, they do some really big cars and coffees here every once in a while, as Tom said. Maybe 1,500 uh, cars coming here today. Uh, I drove up in the uh, new Dodge Hornet GT, parked it right next to a, a front-engine Ferrari. So, like Tom says, you can see a little bit of everything uh, here. A lot of muscle, but we want to start right here with your car, Tom. Uh, you, you've got a you got a classic Porsche, uh, silver Porsche Speedster. We're, we're uh, standing next to. Uh, tell us
3: about it. Yeah, well, this is a '57 uh, uh, Porsche Speedster 356. Uh, this is the, actually the car that really put Porsche on the map in the, not just the United States but the world. But this car was specifically designed for California because it has very low windshield. The top is terrible, and California it never rains. As they say so and this also at the time was the cheapest Porsche and now from a collector's perspective it's the most expensive Porsche so it it ran the gamut from the cheapest now to the most expensive but it is uh, it really shows the philosophy of Porsche lightweight rear engine or mid-engine performance vehicle and even today after you know 60 plus years this car still handles Pretty well.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's such a
3: classic car. Everybody knows the so-called bathtub uh,
0: Porsche, and it's interesting because I was out here yesterday in my Porsche 906, which was the first uh, completely race-focused uh, Porsche that uh, that the company made in 1966. So this 10 years after this vehicle, this vehicle also raced quite a bit. Yes. These, these speedsters, and so it's interesting to see that that uh, very quick evolution in in 10 years from from the. Uh, Uh, from the
3: bathtub to a a tube frame uh, Porsche 906 that they raced at Le Mans. Yeah, but it's also uh, Porsche uh, raced in this same era. They had the 550 Spiders, which was a very similar car, but it had a mid-engine. So it just flipped flipped the uh, transaxle and uh, the engine was behind the seat. And a lot of people say this Speedster is the car that James Dean got killed in. Well, no, he got killed actually in a uh, 550 spider and uh, but he did have a car just like this as well that he drove and raced a speedster so yeah.
0: quite classic stuff Tom let's let's walk around here a little bit in the uh, in on the m1 skid pad uh, lots of muscle here we're, we're walking next to a, a mid-engine corvette a c8 instant classic uh, this car what great to see uh, Corvette continuing to evolve after all these generations it's sandwiched by a Camaro z28 and, and a uh, Mustang looks like a Mach 1. Um, and, and already uh, Mustang is moving on to its seventh generation car. I don't see any of those uh, around here. A couple Mach 1s right here in the in the pit. Uh, I want to go over here to a uh, Jaguar that, uh, that you had your eyes on earlier. Maybe he moved out? Did the Jag move out? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he. Uh, I think he took off. But yeah, give, give an example. There's a little bit of uh, everything out here. Yeah, and uh, but a little, let's head over here. We got Keith, who's uh, uh, an M1 owner also. Keith, how are you? I'm great, sir. How are you today? Good to uh, see you. We're gonna walk over to Keith Camaro, uh,
11: which is uh, what vintage? It's a 1973. Uh, Chevy Camaro Gen
0: 2. Uh, a great looking thing, all all blacked out, and uh, by the looks of it, Keith, I'd say you probably did a uh, did a little mod to it, just a
11: little bit, <laughs> just a few things, a few minor items. Yeah. So tell tell us about it. What what did you do to the
0: '72 Camaro?
11: Actually, this is uh, again a, a 1973 Camaro. Um, have, all the work was done by the folks at Pratt & Miller, uh, Pratt & Miller Restoration. They no longer, unfortunately, do restorations. I initially took the car to them following a what were Dream Cruise just to do to swap off the carburetor to put fuel injection in. And it ended up with a complete frame-off restoration on the vehicle. Uh, so this car is running the uh, LSA supercharged engine. uh made it up to a 480E transmission, uh, 94 rear end in the back. What sort of uh, horsepower do you think it's pushing out? This this puts out about 650, 650 horsepower.
0: And so you go you go back to uh, the early 70s, and you know we're we we're all used to talking about 600 horsepower uh, Camaro ZL1s these these days, and and uh, 760 horsepower Mustang GT500s. The original car, the V8 in this car would have made what? Maybe 250? Probably three. Uh, it was a small
11: block. Was actually 350 engine in this particular engine. So somewhere probably around that horsepower. Yeah, so we have come a long way. Yeah, 3X a horsepower and, and then some. <laughs> and,
3: today, and today we have four-cylinder turbo motors that are making that horsepower. I mean, it's unbelievable the how technology has advanced.
0: Yeah. Well, you put turbochargers and and superchargers on things, and uh, that makes a big difference. This this is supercharged, uh, as you say. And Pratt Miller, uh, not 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 only doing mods like this uh, car, but is also uh, GM's racing team. So the, the, those guys know what they're doing over there. Absolutely, I think that's. Uh, I think the whole
11: uh, vision behind the restoration program at the time was to take, you know, to have restoration work to fill the gap in between races, so to still keep all the the crews working actively engaged in something. Uh, Um, Obviously, racing is very big business right now, and those guys are more
0: than full. So, Keith, uh, 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 I'm sure that...
9: Have you thought about a ministry program on the 910 AM Superstation? Want to expand your personal ministry or broadcast part of your service? We have prime radio time available now to expand your ministry. Call us and ask for Henry, 248-357-4566. Tell the story of your church. Tell the old story on 910 the AM Superstation. Call Henry at 248-357-4566. A modest investment is requested. The all-new 910 Superstation is your number one source for urban talk radio. If you're looking for the best in radio programming, look no further. You can now listen in on a multitude of audio platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Listen Notes, and coming soon to Amazon Music, Good Pods, and Overcast. 910 AM Superstation, the largest, strongest, 50,000-watt urban radio station in town. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion.
6: Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, I'll buckled.
1: Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time.
9: What, what? No! No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information.
6: Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy. For months and months and months, I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials, and you know, you don't know if something's gonna help you or not, but I decided this was something I was gonna do. And lo and behold, in about Four days after taking them, I was repotting plants, I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call one 800 2468 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5.
12: That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch. Until you hear that. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup.
9: 9 a.m. Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 100 spots for $600 with a must-air within 30-day policy, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Devin C now at 248- 357-4566. That's 248-357- 4566. Or email at d c a l h o u n A-L-H-O-U-N at the wordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads
8: you're struggling with your mortgage you think about it you don't do anything but think about it
9: what are we going to do if
4: we
7: lose the house where are we going to go at work I can't let anybody find out I'm
2: so embarrassed
8: at dinner how can I tell the kids
2: it's going to wreck their lives
8: and at 3 o'clock in the morning
1: I don't know what to do I don't know how to get through this what's going
8: to happen to us it's time to stop thinking it's time to start dialing Call 1-888-995-HOPE for a free government program that offers expert one-on-one advice about your mortgage options. I'm all alone. No, you're not. We've helped over a million homeowners, and we want to help you. And now there are more ways to help. Call 1-888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council.
4: WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesday's Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago TV on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago TV to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My
10: 38 910 AM Superstation is a
0: collection of personalities like none other. I'm Henry Payne. For the next two hours, the best car radio program you'll find anywhere. Detroit, we like to talk about everything on four wheels here on car radio, but we love our two-wheel friends as well and the folks I hang around with love sports cars. Uh, a lot of them are going to be shedding the tear over the Camaro ending production. But yeah, there's a lot of speculation about what's uh, coming next.
10: Catch it all right here on 910 AM Superstation.
13: Our two simulators here in the tech center, for racing and still mainstream work, that we added a fourth simulator in the company but the third simulator here at our tech center and all three here are still used early in the morning, into the evening, every single day.
0: Yeah, I no, say so it's a fantastic integration of of racing and, and production racing. All right, this is I'm Keith uh, uh, M's racing team. So, absolutely, I think that all that the crews working actively
11: engaged in something. Um, obviously, racing is very big business right now, and those
0: guys are more than full. So, Keith, uh, 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 I'm sure this isn't the only uh, vehicle in your collection. Tell us about some of your, some of your other toys. <laughs> uh, so, uh, this uh, particular
11: car- Camaro is probably what was, uh, the vehicle that probably, uh, you know, was kind of the banana peel that I slipped on. And next thing you know, I'm into a 69th Plymouth Satellite that I've done a complete frame-off restoration on my Pratt Miller as well. That led to a 73 Camaro. Uh, that I did a complete restoration on done by Pratt Miller. Um, I also have a 68 Caprice uh, that's done uh, by the folks out in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, by Weaver Customs, Um, and then I'm currently working on a 66 Chevelle being built right here in Jackson, Michigan.
0: That's that's quite a collection. You you like this Detroit muscle.
11: You know, um, my dad is, its very is, my my dad worked for GM, and I I collected Hot Wheel cars, so I was always partial to all the GM vehicles he would bring home um, from work the different vans and things of that nature. Uh, so, there was this natural affinity. So, um, so when I found an opportunity to take the Hot Wheels cars and actually make them, bring them to real life and actually, I could actually sit in them and actually do some things. Um, I've just continued to kind of evolve down that path for sure.
0: Yeah, that's, that's what we do. We just grow up and get bigger toys. That's exa- that's exactly it, right? More expensive toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just go from Hot Wheels to uh, 72 uh, modified Camaros. Now, do, 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 you, do you drive this on huh? on the street you you, uh, you you like to drive around take it to the dream cruise I absolutely love driving this
11: car it's one of the ones that um, whenever I, when I tell myself when I really want to act ignorant this is a car that I drive um, so this car um, has about 25,000 miles on it uh, I've been this car is traveled the entire United States. I've been to several different hot rod power tours in this particular vehicle. Any kind of, uh, you know, any activity that gets me out on the road when I'm driving it, that's where you. That's where I'm at my best, and the cars is at its best as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, and the, and, the, and these cars are so raw. They're they're so uh, so visceral, you know, to drive around. You know, today's cars are so quiet, so refined. Uh, that's you know, it's nice to get in a, a proper '72 uh, Camaro. And Tom really, I mean, really speaks to the, the breadth of car that's here. I mean, we just walked from yeah. your from your '57 uh, uh, Porsche over here to a '72 uh, Camaro. Let, let's keep walking uh, along the Keith, great to see you. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Take care because because we got uh, another another lineup of eclectic cars
3: here, we got a Nissan GTR. Uh, this is their halo car. Yeah, and this is uh, a very uh, unpretentious car, the GTR. But uh, I've driven one of these, and it's as close to a race car as a street car can be. It makes a lot of noise inside. It's it's very very uh, hard suspension, and uh, I don't think it gets a lot of the. Cra- it that it should get as a real performance car. Yeah, it's
0: truly a supercar. It's all-wheel drive, uh, really quick. Uh, it it's, its performance specs are right there with Corvettes and, and uh, some of the better known uh, supercars. All right, we are we, over here. Uh, this is this is a uh, This is a a classic uh, dream cruiser here, a so-called T-Bucket. This is a 23 Ford we're looking at that's been heavily modified. The owner is Lou. Lou, how are you? Hi there, Henry. How are you? I'm good, man. Beautiful day. A lot of cars. We got your, got your buddy Tim here as well. Tim, how are you? Hi, Henry. How are you? Wonderful day. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good day for a Cars and Coffee. And, Lou, you, you just uh, bought this car, I believe. Yep. Uh, this came this just, just came from California. Yep. It came off the truck about a week ago from
2: La Quinta, California. And I got it because he Tim talked me into it. Right. <laughs> He's an automotive genius. No, no. He holds a
1: lot of patents. I give name uh, for everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> So Tim, uh, Lou tells me that uh, this thing has a—it's uh, it, it, a 23 Ford, right. uh, but but uh, you got wheelie bars on this thing. It's a beautiful green color. Got big uh, big tires on the rear, but that is not a Ford engine
1: uh, uh, in front of the driver. That's out of a Cadillac Escalade 6.2 liter, <laughs> and w- what's known as the LQ9 motor, for, <laughs> but it's uh, supercharged and probably about 600 horsepower.
0: So so uh, in in uh, dog terminology, this. Would be a mutt they right. You. This would. This would be a, a Cadillac crossed with a with a Ford. Yeah. But where, what, what's the proper automotive term for it? Yeah Fordalack. I think. <laughs> Fordalack. I like that. And a a Fordalack. <laughs> Lou. What? Uh, so you're 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 uh, rocking a green shirt here that matches your well, uh, green sport. Ford. I had the shirt, and then I had to find a car to match the shirt. Yeah. So that's proper automotive fashion. <laughs> yeah. Right. Someone said that's the most expensive shirt ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lou, so, uh, what, what attracted you to this car, and, and, and what made you get it? Oh, wow. Well, I, you know, I, I grew up on Staten Island, New
2: York. Detroit has been a Motor City magic on Staten Island since I was a kid, but my next-door neighbors, when I was 10, the oldest neighbor was 22, he was racing junior stock, so he had supercharged motors, he actually built a Studebaker, took his mother's Studebaker, chopped the roof, welded the doors so there was no doors, and no door handles, and it had a big yellow supercharged Cadillac motor,
0: so... That's what started it for me. Yeah, that's There's still been model cars, he was racing cars. And here we are with a Fordillac. Lou Tim, uh, great talking to you guys. Uh, thanks for bringing this uh, beauty out. Uh Tim or uh, Thomas going to wrap up our quick tour here of uh, of uh, M1 Concourse Cars and Coffee, but uh, we've run a pretty good gamut from uh, Porsche's to Camaros to a Ford T-bucket.
3: Yeah, I, and again, this is such a eclectic uh, group of cars and uh, Uh, Cars and Coffee is the first Saturday of every month right here at M1 Concourse. It's free. Uh, It's probably the best value for any car lover uh, in in Michigan is just to come to Cars and Coffee. So it's a a great place to be. It's a great place for car people.
0: Yeah, thanks, Tom. Maybe we'll be out here uh, next month uh, for the next Cars and Coffee. All right, this is Henry Payne with 910 AM. The Super Station down in Charlotte, North Carolina. With Mark Rushbrook, always a good day. When I get to see Mark Rushbrook, he's the director of Ford Performance. Mark, how are you? Uh, great. Fantastic evening we're having here. Yeah, this is a uh, cool place, and we'll uh, we'll get to that. I I uh, I like to come down to North Carolina and race at VIR, and um, I'm an amateur racer. You know, we we, we love VIR tremendous. Uh, tra- yeah, one of the great tracks in the, in the country. But I always heard about um, you know the, the over in Charlotte. There there are there are all these uh, race teams and race shops in these um, uh, sub. Urban office parks, and we're in one of them. Uh, This is uh, this is where Ford Performance does uh, customer service uh, down here in the in the North Carolina area, where you got a lot of teams, uh, a lot of engineers, a lot of lot of talent. Uh, uh, Talk about uh, why you're here and, and when you came here.
13: Yeah, so we opened this as the Ford Performance Technical Center in June of 2014. So almost, well, just over nine years ago, almost ten years ago. And we opened it in the center of NASCAR Valley in some sense that uh, we have a lot of NASCAR teams here, and we wanted to support them. But we also opened this tech center with a vision of supporting all of our global racing efforts. And we've, we've done that uh, and continue to do that. And this is a great place to be because there's so Attention. Do you owe back taxes,
12: fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19. But you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again.
6: I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders.
1: I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax
12: Solutions now had my wage guard. Gone- lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational
4: messages around the world since they- year 2000 and we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative seen all around the world we bring you the best teaching impartation singing and inspiration if you want original programming we have that too the word network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration and we can be found on every device imaginable if you want to be uplifted and inspired
5: you need the word network Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Bounds of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff.
6: Call one 800 246 8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5.
9: My38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Devin C for more information at 248 357 Four five six six or email at D.C.A.L.H.O.U.N. at the This excludes political ads.
13: Bringing in young engineers, developing them, and it's been very successful for us. We've been able to put technology in here whether it's the vehicle dynamics driving simulator that we have um, an aerodynamics program that uses CFD a lot of it in computers but also using scale tunnels and full scale tunnels so we're able to develop new race cars here but then also once those race cars go out into the wild and they start getting raced by our teams we're able to support them from here as well. So it's worked really well for us and then we've learned from that how to transfer knowledge that we learn in motorsports to our road cars. So our mainstream engineers come to this facility as well and they use the same tools that we use in motorsports to make road cars better for customers to put in their driveway and garage. Because at the
0: center of this facility is a simulator, right, 2014, uh, you you, uh, brought in the first of three simulators that you have now. And yeah, I'm I'm, I'm talking to uh, one of the development engineers here and uh, the questions coming out of Dearborn where, oh, you got a simulator down there. Can we use that on production cars? So this is very much a facility that that started with racing and now really benefits the production side.
13: Yeah, absolutely. So we put in that when we opened the facility in June of 2014, we put in a a simulator that was. Part of the opening. And we used it successfully in motorsports. And once we had that success, after we had developed the tool, good correlation, good results from it, we introduced it to the mainstream teams. And when they saw, they came down here and they drove the simulator, they saw, they experienced what it was really capable of they started to fly engineers uh, from Michigan on a very regular basis down here to use the simulator and it was being used so much we added a second simulator here in this tech center and still we we're at capacity running from early in the morning late into the evening and as a company we said well let's get a third simulator but the third simulator for the company actually went into Dearborn so it was closer for the mainstream engineers to use. And even with that, we still continued with our two simulators here in the tech center for racing and still mainstream work that we added a fourth simulator in the company, but the third simulator here at our tech center and all three here. Are still used early in the morning into the evening every single day.
8: Yeah,
0: I no, say so it's a fantastic integration of of racing and, and production racing. Obviously, is in Ford's blood. So, uh, how many places are there like the Charlotte region in the world? I mean, you, you guys are involved in, uh, in, in in sports car racing. You're involved in NASCAR. You're now involved in Formula One. Or are, are you putting together a similar facility over in at the London
13: area? No. So this facility has served us very well for all the racing that we're in. We use we use this tech center in North Carolina not just for NASCAR. We use it for IMSA, for World Endurance Championship. We use it for Australia Supercars. We use it for World Rally Championship. We use it for off-road. Uh, truck racing development and road car development Um, and it serves all of those series very well our partnership in Formula One is very tight with Red Bull Racing and they're in a similar valley in the UK where a lot of the Formula One teams are so there's a great hub of knowledge there and our partnership with them is very much using their existing facilities uh, that they have and there is a additional building that's been put in in Milton Keynes specifically for Red Bull Ford power trains, and that is where the 2026 power unit is being developed together with Red Bull Racing and Ford Motor Company, Ford Performance, and we're already working. It's at a fr- frantic pace, even though 2026 seems... A long time away for us in the racing world. It's effectively tomorrow. Yeah. We've got there's so much that we need to do. So much that's happening every single day to be ready to be competitive and winning races in 2026.
0: Yeah. So so Milton Keynes in, in England would really be the way to look at this area down in Charlotte. Uh, Indianapolis would not be similar. Any place in Japan?
13: Um, not for us. Uh, I mean, there certainly are in the Indy car world. There are a lot of teams that are based in Indianapolis a so similar simulator infrastructure. Uh, I don't know that there's as many simulators in Indianapolis as there are here in in Charlotte, but there's they certainly are available and the teams use them. I know that Delara's got one there. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, the, the other thing that's interesting here, we, we're we're here because of Mustang. Uh, we're, we're not as much as I'd like to be. And there's a Ford GT on the wall. I suspect uh, that car underwent a lot of simulator work here, uh, back from 2014 to 16. Uh, but we're here uh, talking about the Dark Horse Mustang, and this and this seems early to me to be talking about a performance variant of Mustang. We just tested the new EcoBoost in the GT and California. Uh, some, some sensational cars. Then we usually have to wait a year or two before we get a Mach E or a Mach 1 or an equivalent, certainly a Shelby. Yeah, this this time with this seventh generation Mustang, we're getting a dark horse performance rot model right on top of the Ford GT. Does so that have a little something to do with the Ford racing
13: schedule? Well, there's there are a lot of efficiencies to be able to develop the new car, all different models at the same time. It takes more people to do it, and it takes more engineering and tools. Uh, but there's the efficiencies are realized from that, and it's what the customers want because when you introduce a, a new vehicle, there's yes, every there's a lot of people that. We'll want the Mustang EcoBoost, the Mustang GT, but the Dark Horse, to have it there uh, in the first year of production is important to do. But at the same time, we've been developing a full lineup of, of Mustang race cars. So just like we have a full lineup of Mustangs for the for the road, we've got a full lineup for the racetrack as well from the Dark Horse, our dedicated turnkey uh, track enthusiast car racing car specifically for the Mustang Challenge we've got a Mustang GT4 we've got a Mustang GT3 so it's very similar a lot of work that's going through this facility and in the facilities in Dearborn to to have that commitment that lineup of of Mustangs for the road and Mustangs for the track
0: yeah I mean, it's, it, it, it's a huge lineup i mean more so than i can remember uh, in Ford's past obviously the Ford GT was a very concentrated program uh, aimed particularly at winning on the 50th anniversary of the Le Mans win But now, what you're talking about here, GT4, GT3, I mean, these are big, sprawling customer programs. Uh, You've got the Challenge uh, series going as well. We just saw the new uh, Dark Horse R that's going to be competing in that series. Is, is Is this a big step? You've been with Ford Performance for a while. Is this a big step? for Ford going more into customer racing.
13: Yeah, it it is. Like you said, the Ford GT program, that was laser focused on the factory racing effort. We only built six of the race cars, and we raced in IMSA, we raced in WEC, and the goal was to win at Le Mans and to win other big races too, 24 hours at Daytona. And we achieved that. But we weren't able to sell that car to customers to race. Now that the sports car world is converging, both at the prototype level and at the GT sports car level, we have that opportunity to do both. So the, the convergence in GT is to GT3. We can race as a factory, which we will do with Multimatic in IMSA GTD Pro. But we can also build and sell that exact same car to customers that can also race in IMSA or they can race in the World Endurance Championship, including Le Mans. They can race in SR series around the world in VLN on Great Tracks, Spa, Nürburgring, Bathurst, and our customers have that same opportunity to, to race that car on these fantastic iconic tracks.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then the fans get to see it on the on the track, and, and you guys presumably in Ford Performance get to make some money for the for the company. You're always hearing that racing's, uh, racing's a one-way street as far as money goes. But uh, presumably you guys will make uh, some good money. And these simulators here are not just for uh, Mustang GT3 and GT4 cars; they're also for Broncos. Right? You're doing Broncos. Uh, dr work here
13: yeah so very similar to the sports car world we've ventured into off-road racing and we've done some factory efforts but we also now have a bronco dr that we're selling we made that announcement uh for the first run of 50 but there'll be more versions of that to come but it's the same opportunity that people can buy a bronco dr they can take it home they can use it on their private land if they want to they can go to off-road parks or they can slap a number on the side and go race it in the Baja 1000.
0: Yeah, right, yeah, it's awesome. Awesome to see all this going on in Ford. Uh, Mark Rushbrook, uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me.
2: 63.
9: Have you thought about a ministry program on the 9 10 a.m. superstation? Want to expand your personal ministry or broadcast part of your service?
0: Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are let. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan from the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast